This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Welcome to OK Sis. We are two cultural observers and curious minds who happen to be related. I'm Scout. And I'm Maddie. Get ready for some serious sororal energy. As we chat about and comment on one another's current fixation of the week. Ready, Ready, sisters? Hello, welcome to OK Sis. Hi, sisters. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What's your name? What's your name? Answer back in your car, wherever you're listening to this. Oh, I was asking you. Oh, sorry. thought you were asking our sisters. I'm Scout. I'm mad. And if this is your first episode of OK Sis, welcome to the sisterhood. Welcome. And it is a very rainy day here in L.A. It's super rainy. I am super lethargic. I am so tired. Do you know how much coffee I've had today? And like nothing, like literally nothing. I think the law of diminishing returns applies to coffee intake because at a certain point, it's just unproductive. It is so unproductive. I feel like my heart's a little like palpitating, but my eyes are really tired, which is literally the worst state ever to be in and I felt like today was a really steady day with work like things were moving along and there was things to do and then all of a sudden I got like 10 things at once like right at the end of the day and I got a little bit flustered Hmm. is that not your experience for today nope not at all how was your day it was a day um after after this we're gonna go to do a little schwitzing. Okay, I am so afraid. I cannot wait. We're going to this place called Shape House, and you essentially sit in a tomb. Just kidding. We're not, we know it's not going to be a tomb. But but it might be a tomb. You lay there and schwitz out all your problems, and apparently it's supposed to make you skinny, so we'll see. Okay, well, I'm down for the skinny part, but one of the things I'm really con- like confused about is that they make you wear socks inside. I don't know why you're so fixated I'm on this. I'm really part. fixated on the socks. Like I don't really feel because like schwitzing with socks. Do you want to touch? You're gonna be inside. I think like a sleeping bag. So you want to be in there touching where other people have touched with their toes and having like toe fungus and shit. I mean, if that's the case, the schwitz is just all over the place, and there's no combating it. I'm excited. I wanted to. I heard about this like a really long time ago, and I wanted to try it before my wedding, but I was like, just I don't know. I didn't. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited. Yeah. Apparently, apparently it works. You. I think you do have to keep going. Um, well, it's to just see like results. it just like detoxifies your water weight. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it's called Shape House, by the way. That's where we're going. I said that. Oh, but well. I am. Yeah. Well, so we'll report back. Yeah, I'm excited. And I'm so stoked. I'm just going to lay there, watch some HBO, since our dad canceled our HBO plan. Yeah, what the fuck's that about, man? I don't know. How am I supposed to watch Vice Principals? What the fuck? You don't watch Vice Principals? Oh my God, such a good show. Vice Principals? Oh, Oh, is it with? My God. Oh my God, I have no idea what you're talking about. It is so outrageously good. And now I can't watch it, and I can't watch Silicon Valley anymore. What am I supposed oh to do? God. Wait, did it come back? I don't know. We don't have HBO. We don't know. How would I yeah. know? No, I went to go watch Two Dope Queens, and it was like, your login does not have HBO. I'm like, uh, Dad, did you delete Yeah, he deleted HBO? it because he said he never watched HBO. And I'm like, well, Max yeah, and I watch HBO do. all the time. And he was like, it's too expensive. It's like $10 extra. Yeah, He's like, also on my Hulu account, so. Whoa. I'm adulting. We should... 
we should like pitch him something where we say because you are on scouts hulu therefore we need oh yeah like dad has not given us enough at this point in our lives (laughs) he has been overly generous with his love and money this is very true but sometimes he can be a little jew you know well we're all a little jew inside of us that sounded really wrong. I don't know what that sounded like. <laughs> All right. Moving right along. Wait, I want to ask, how's keto going oh. for you, Mads? You know, keto's been fine. Um, the no carbs is really not what the issue is here. It's, it's the sugar. It's the sugar for me, um, which is essentially the whole point is like you're supposed to um, trick your body into creating energy from fat but I'm just, I have such a sweet tooth. And I'm not talking like straight up candy or straight up like chocolate. But Oh, I I'm love, talking straight up candy. I love like vegan ice cream, like dairy-free ice cream and shit like that. Like healthy desserts. But we can't have any of it. So there's nothing sweet. I have to eat something sweet after I eat something salty. You can have just, some blueberries. That's You know that's not satisfying. You well, know. It, it was pretty satisfying last night when we were watching The Bachelor. Yeah, Those blueberries I don't know. were bomb. I just... I just think like I, I'm fine doing the no carbs and it's it's helping me it's helping me at least um, choose very healthy options. But I've always been and I feel like you are this way, too. I, I'm not like a diet person. I'm more of just like eat healthy and then just like I don't like to restrict myself. Well, here's my problem with the keto situation. I've only lost a pound. And if I'm going to this extreme of no carbohydrates in my body, and I have only lost one pound, mm-hmm. that's quite unsettling. Yeah. Yes, I did go off it this weekend a little bit because I was in Big Bear. Yeah, but that but overall, that I've been on it for like three weeks now. It's been almost three weeks. Yeah, yeah I know. Me too. And we, I, we, I mean, I've been doing it I'm gonna five keep, days I'm, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to see next week if I lose any more weight, and I'll report back. I think the fat is making me more bloated. Like, oh, interesting. Well, first of all, like, of course, I'm not supposed to eat that this much almond butter that I'm eating. Okay, yes, that's a big I one. I have one spoonful. That's not a lot, oh, but it hurts my stomach so much. Like, the amount of bloatation going on right now is so out of control. cut it out of your diet. But that's the only thing that's sweet that I can have. Okay, well, then be bloated and don't complain about being bloated. You can't complain about it if you know where the source is coming from and you're not... Xing, Xing it out of your life. I know you look very sad right now. You're looking over at where the almond butter lives in this office. You are like I'm so defeated. Your eyes are like this puppy is eyes. why restrictions aren't good for me. I'm fine with the I'm, restrictions. It's not bad for me. On. I'm 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 fine. I'm just like I would prefer to lose a little bit more weight. Yeah, that's not really the issue for me. But okay, should we do the word of the week? Yes. Okay, this word is actually two words, and it's vox populi. What? Vox populi. It is a Latin phrase, and it means popular sentiment, and it literally translates as the voice of the people. Okay. Isn't that cool? It's a very powerful phrase. Yeah. Vox Vox populi. The voice of the people. It could be like the voice of a generation or like... The vox populi determined determined X, Y, and Z. I don't know. I'm just using it in a right, yeah. right. The Vox Populi have exiled Jordan Woods. Yes, good one. Love it. The Vox Populi are excited to see what happens on the Bachelor. 
statement though this is gonna come out this is gonna come out after the bachelor marriage so sorry we can't talk about it it is so on our minds right now oh my god but anyways um the vox populi love the almost 30 podcast yes and those were our guests this week krista and Lindsay badasses in the flesh in the flesh it was so cool it was like my car audio system had come to life i think it's like what people think when they meet us oh okay i don't know (laughs) no but they were so gracious and beautiful and they're funny of course they're funny and raw and in tune with themselves Mm -hmm. i think that was what not surprised me but just was so um satisfying to hear about their journey through i mean they've been podcasting for years yeah they know the landscape yeah they're they're um all-stars what am i trying to say what are, what, what happens when someone's like been in the game for a long time i don't know mvp I mvps don't know. no okay. that doesn't really well make they're sense. mvps of our podcast world yes they are um but no they, i mean they have so much experience and it seems like they've grown so much as a result which was initially why they started the podcast was to kind of talk through a transition they were going through and lay it all out there and it seems like they've been able to piece every not everything together but piece their lives together through this podcast and it's beautiful to see that arc yeah that and trajectory. I think now they're just got, got to this place where it's erupted to this media conglomerate and look at you using big words i love the word conglomerate yeah it's a great word it yeah. satisfies me every time yeah Anyways, they were super amazing. It, they're they're so down to earth and approachable in real life. They're mm-hmm. just like they are on the podcast, which is always great to hear. And yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, it was good. All right, enjoy. enjoy. Sisters. sisters, my goal these days is to always look put together when I leave the house. Nothing over the top or super dressed up or anything like that. I just want to look put together and feel good about what I'm wearing in an effortless yet refined way. When I look at my closet every single morning and think about what I can wear that is chic and intentional, I usually end up grabbing one of my Jenny Kane sweaters and I always end up loving the way I look and the way I feel in them. You all know, sisters, that when I envision my highest self, I am wearing Jenny Kane. Their sweaters are the quintessential must-have item. I cannot stop wearing my Marina set. I throw it on and immediately feel like I'm in a Nancy Myers movie. Like I could just walk on the beach in Santa Barbara. It is the coastal grandma aesthetic. My favorite Jenny Kane sweater right now is their everyday sweater in taupe. This is the definition of a staple that every woman must have in their wardrobe. Sisters, trust me on this one. I wear it with leggings, oversized jeans and a little kitten heel or a silk maxi skirt. Legit, Mads and I are so obsessed with wearing our Johnny Kane sweaters that we've literally shown up both wearing the same sweater once, the white alpaca cocoon crew neck, which is this deliciously oversized sweater. Yeah, that moment takes the cake. Both of us walking in with our matching Jenny Kane sweaters. We're obsessed. Can't take them off. Wearing them every day. The type of staples that save your outfit. That is what I love about their entire collection. It is truly the art of simplicity. They focus on comfort, quality, and timeless design. So you can curate a wardrobe that never goes out of style. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code OKSIS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order, J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code OKSIS. O-K-A-Y-S-I-S. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. 
After Krista and Lindsay moved to Los Angeles from New York City, they were emerging from the fog of their 20s at a time of exciting yet intimidating transition. Through conversations and a growing friendship, they reflected on their lives, discussing their doubts and fears and unanswered questions. In August 2016, they decided to create a space that would supply them and other 20-somethings with the answers they needed. Almost 30 is a top 100 iTunes podcast for all things health, wellness, entrepreneurship, self-development, humor, and most importantly, honesty. With over 4 million downloads and fans in over 150 countries, the Almost 30 podcast is quickly becoming more than just a podcast. It is a thriving community and movement. Without further ado, Krista and Lindsay. Wow. Thank you. I always have to like be like... Is what? that us? <laughs> yeah, honestly, you, I'm like, you, yeah, but Damn. you know, because it's like you live the life, and then so you hear it's like it's a movement. You're like, oh, it <laughs> is. Oh. Also, like this just sounds like I'm in my car listening to you guys. It's like so weird to oh. see you in person and like match. The, you know what I mean? <laughs> and match yeah. the the oh, voices. Just, do you know how long you've been in my head for <laughs> oh. a very long time? Oh, that's yeah, really sweet. Yeah, that makes. Do we live so up happy. to your dreams? Yeah, honestly, as beautiful as you think. Oh, totally. Okay. So round of current fixation. Okay, I'll yes. start. Amazing. Okay, so mine used to be a constant fixation ever since I was like 13 years old, but I jumped off the bandwagon a bit and now I'm back. My current fixation is the black moleskin notebook. Ooh, and classic. So I, I classic. have been journaling in black moleskin notebooks since I was 13. And I stopped around age 21 because journaling and the release of journaling actually made me depressed instead of cathartic so I put a pause on it because it was it was pushing me down the rabbit hole you know what I mean it was like I was ruminating too much on the thoughts and I was going through a rough time so I completely stopped writing cold turkey which is like really weird for me Mm because I used to write every day and I've just now gotten back into journaling and it's feeling that cathartic kind of like version again yeah Mm -hmm. and it's really great and so I've been journaling Every day, I got my classic black no- moleskin notebook that I used to. I literally have stacks of these in my house. Um, and I'm feeling, like, really connected to myself. Mm. Do you do it in the morning or? I d- d- Random. Anytime. Yeah, mm-hmm. it depends. If I, like, need a break from work, I'll go journal. Oh, I love that. I've, yeah. I've started to bring my moleskin right next to me even when I work. So even if something pops up, you can literally just write it right yeah, there. Yeah, you have your moleskin yeah. out today. Because you never know when certain things you know pop into your head that you want to preserve it just kind of instead you of like know? grabbing your phone and like putting in your notes i know app, it's yeah. like no come on Feels like let's impersonal. write it yes. do you know when i get the best ideas when the fucking second before i fall asleep really and oh. i just think i'm like so like a magnet to my bed i'm like i'll remember this in the morning and you no never way. do and i never fucking remember it in the morning no my best ones come in like places where i can't write them down right away yeah, yeah. like the shower uh, or the car, the car like because i think you're doing something else mm-hmm. and so your mind's just kind of free to like be mm-hmm. and and catch some like creative thoughts so i think we should have like a a whiteboard in the shower oh i like yeah. that or something like to write to it stuff down. i like well the that. iphone is now waterproof so you can just like oh, oh that's bringing my up. phone in more yeah. places that <laughs> yeah i'm totally guilty i was of like my in the bath the, the other day and i was like i had like a youtube i'm like this is my dirty secret is i'm a youtube girl Ooh, i had my like yes. dumbass youtube video and i was like this is so counterproductive. As you're like in a bath, <laughs> I was relaxing. like in a bath of roses, like watching Logan Paul. I'm like, this oh, <laughs> is fucked up. Self care, one step at a time. I know, one okay. step at a time. I know. <laughs> that's amazing. That's yeah, that's I a love great one. That. And I'm glad you. you have like a great relationship with it. Yeah, now. I'm feeling I good about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm feeling yeah. good about it. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. 
my current fixation. I'm so excited to talk about oh. this one. Yay. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so I just got, and I'm going to read it because it's very long, the Dr. Jart Sika Pear Tiger Grass Color Correcting Treatment. Oh, what? Whoa. Okay. Wow. Is this for your this grass? is for your face. No. Okay. <laughs> this, is, this is for your face. So it's a all-in-one treatment. It has this color-changing ingredient in it that essentially color corrects your redness and covers all blemishes. So I've heard a lot about it that it's really – and I suffer from really bad hormonal acne and redness on my cheeks. And so I was like, oh, okay, like let's, let's, see what, mm. let's see what this can do. I put it on in the morning. One, it has SPF as well. So I put it on in the morning as my moisturizer. I feel like I'm wearing full covered foundation. Is that all you're wearing right this now? This is what I'm wearing it right now. It looks, wow. but wait, how much is it? $50. Oh, not bad. That's not bad. bad. Not okay, bad. So I, and I'm, I'm not saying that it's removed the acne. It's, the acne is still there, but it does help we're, with we're, we're, it's we're getting better. It's concealing it and camouflaging it into my face. It looks so good. Wow. It's unbelievable. You're, it does we're, look great. We're like yeah. not makeup people. We don't know so what So we what to don't do. know what to do with makeup. So anything that I can put on that just looks like makeup that's not, I am just so, it's a, so happy. It's just a cream. It's a cream. It's green and it turns to beige on your face. What? And it just color corrects everything. All the yeah. redness is gone. Camouflages all the acne and the, wow. and the blemishes. Even mom you today said your skin looks amazing. Yeah. Also, my friend uh, Brett last night was like, "Whoa, your skin!" I was like, "Really, dude? I know." Like, I'm just from the black so market. Happy. I don't no, know. it's at like, Sephora. Really? I was just, I was just at Sephora, and I'm like, I've heard of this product. Like, I I'm suffer from redness. I love a full coverage face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. And it's and it's not makeup, which yes. is just like I can't do makeup because it irritates my skin, and I always break out after. So. Guys, I'm pumped wow. for you. This I use Tarte so BB excited. cream, and it's kind of okay. Like that. It's okay. so light, and it just like covers gives everything. You a good base um, covers I use everything. A CC. What's the difference oh, yeah. between a CC and a BB? I don't know. I don't know. They don't I even know what a CC is. I either. I used to use, or I was using the It Cosmetics yes. CC, which is also a very like. I heard it's great. Yeah, it has moisturizing properties and anti aging effects as well. So it is a little more like skincare y, but it is like full coverage foundation and it I, feels really thick on my I face. I just use Bare Minerals Tinted Moisturizer. Oh, that's a good too. It is a dream. It's I a really dream. like Bare Minerals products still. Same. Me I've too. always really liked them. I'm yeah. like, oh, I could go back to using them. I remember when it first came in the game with the little bookie. You're like, yeah. oh yeah. Doing yes. the, three, the three steps. <laughs> love it. Love it. Okay, yeah, so everyone we're going to We're going purchase. to Sephora. Alright. That's a really good one. Lindsay. Wait, can you just say the name of it yes. one more time? Everyone, it's Dr. Jart Sika Pear Tiger grass color correcting treatment. It's the one Sick in the little. It, yeah, I had to look up how to say Sick that word. Is that a, like a fruit? It must be some sort of. Yeah, I love that word. I don't know. I know. Sick it's pear. in a jar. So they have a whole line of sick a pear, whatever this ingredient is. And it's the one in a jar because they have ones that are like drops that you can put in your foundation to color correct. Or they have just a moisturizer. But this one is like a heavy duty like treatment. Mm. I don't know. It's. It's. I'm impressed too. I'm it's so like happy. matches with your neck. Like it literally looks like perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, I put it on like, my neck too. Well, the whole like your whole decolletage oh. is like the same. Ooh, decolletage. I love right. that. That's fancy. Wow. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. <I'm> smart. <laughs> I love you. You're so cute. Okay. Um. Okay. Current current fixation. Yes. Um, Please. Okay. It, things change every week. 
this exactly. week or like around this time I've been like just trying to when I, we're not working like play more and just like tap Aww. into that inner child so I have this like um microphone and like speaker not our microphones for the podcast but like yeah. what I would have when I was little if I just wanted to like sing and like perform in the living room oh my God. and I have it I got it like a loop pedal for it which I didn't have when I was a kid but it's more of an adult toy and I just like <laughs> create little songs and do covers and uh, for no one i just like do it but that's it's kind of so fun sweet. to like that's so nice i like that you don't it show yeah. them show it to anyone it's like just for yourself i mean sometimes mm-hmm. on instagram like every once in a while if it's good <laughs> if it's good <laughs> are you a singer do you have a background in I, yeah i said yeah got it um okay. like theater kid um so so voice. but we oh really yeah cool that's awesome we are very we'll cute. talk about musicals after <laughs> perfect um but yeah it's just fun to like you know do something a little bit different than you've been doing all day mm-hmm. and just kind of like mm-hmm. and explore. Play. Mm-hmm. But it yeah. still involves so a mic. I love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of like oh, a duh. carrying theme. Exactly. I love that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Love that. Yeah, that's so true. Everyone can get it on Amazon.com. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lindsay's got a bomb ass voice. So does oh, Maddie's. Is really? Every time Maddie sings, I cry. Oh. Scout. She Wait, hates it when I do her. this to her. But like, let me tell you, she's unbelievable. Oh what the God. hell? You guys sing. should do a duet together. Honestly. She I won't kill you. She won't do it. She hates it when I do this. Would you ever sing on I the pod? I just fell over her. It's because really? I, I, okay, so I've said this on the podcast before, but I grew up doing theater like all my life, did it professionally like in high school, yeah. and then I was going to go to a conservatory for college. And something switched in me, and I just, I really loved school, I loved learning, and I just couldn't give that up to go, like, full throttle on it. And I was like, if I'm not going to do it full throttle, then what's the point? So I just dropped it and i've never sang since i have never really way. Since. Yeah. no you did sing you 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 record i was having a really bad okay day. i a really I just, bad like, day sang. like really bad and i get this text message from mads and it's a video of her singing um to make you feel my love Aww. and i literally was just bawling because that's the sweetest thing anyone's ever done for but me. i would oh only God. do it to you because you're my biggest fan yes that's right and yes. like i will never sing for anyone else okay we'll get that, you. Like, we're, we're gonna get heart. you two I together it, it really does sad. i need do you I, sing alone at you home you should sing all the time okay, oh, okay. i sing in my car cool. all the time okay. i'm okay. like a shallow i'm screaming shallow at the top yes. of my lungs <laughs> i'm a belter i was really she that's, never that's why i'm like a very loud expressive and performative person is because of theater wow yeah I love it that. taught me so much. So it's not like I ever regretted. I mean, I didn't regret doing it, but it's just like, yeah, just not part of my life anymore. Wow. But Scout wishes it was. Yeah, I, I do, do too. Right? Yeah. Are you with mm-hmm. me? Yeah. Oh, God. What's she paying for me? How do we do this? We need to like, fly. I know. We need to like. I want you to sing shallow at the end of we this. We need to protest. Oh, yes. <laughs> what is shallow? Shallow from the, the song from Star's Guys, I haven't seen it. Oh, oh yeah. that's what kind of person yeah. I am. I, have, I know I've heard it's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> I heard it's so amazing. Get out. <laughs> I haven't seen it. So I need to taste. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You need her to see yeah. it. Too. Yeah. I haven't let seen let me, it, so I kind of need a little bit. my notes. And what would it take for you? <laughs> do you have notes, too? I don't, <laughs> she has vocal notes. Lindsay does. Do you really? I used to, yeah. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. That reminds me of Pitch Perfect when she Yeah, when she says, I have notes. Oh, my God. I love that movie. Yeah, me too. I love that movie. Oh my gosh. Okay, let's get through our current fixation. Okay. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> We're on a tangent. All right, Krista. Okay, mine. Um, mine is I'm obsessed with being really honest lately. Ooh. So being like so present that I can be really honest. And even if that's with like a 
worker at Irwan and I'm like really present that I'm telling him like what's up or if it's with Justin or if it's with Lindsay or if it's with like our business, anyone in the business or anyone outside of the business, like whenever we have calls about work, I'm just like being so honest. It's like a little scary at times, you know, where if something doesn't sit with me, I'll be really clear about it or I'll ask the question that I want to ask. You know, I've just kind of like taken the role of hopefully being the person that I want to be in that way. That's like unafraid to like really just go for it and like say what I feel. What prompted that that change? I actually, good question. I actually had a facial with this woman. Her name is Colette. And she's an intuitive and she does etiotherapy. So it's like, she'll go through your, it's actually the craziest thing with a gua sha and she'll be like, you're holding on to something from when you were 10. And like, like honestly, she literally, it changed. it's the craziest thing. She read me like a book and was like, you are not being like as honest as you should be. You are not like speaking your truth or like saying what's on your mind. You're really, really holding back. And I was at that time, you know, we have like so many people that we interact with on a daily basis, like same as you guys Mm -hmm. and you guys work with your family, you know, and I work with, we work with a lot of our friends often. So it's challenging to express how I feel and not feel bad or not feel guilty, you know, for being, um, feeling a certain type of way. Cause it's like, we're dealing with money with friends. We're dealing with like deadlines with friends because in the business that we're in. So I just felt like I was like holding back a lot of times in a lot of conversations just because I felt like it would make people feel bad or make them uncomfortable. And, um, she like called it out and just kind of like gave me permission to do that. And like said that that will inspire people more so. And that if I'm so present, I can be kind about it and I can be inquisitive and I can like ask for what I want or say what I want. Um, so I've just been doing that, you know, in all areas of my life. And it's just been like, it's been really freeing. It's very liberating when you do that. And also, I think there's a misconception that being honest needs to be, you know, like abrasive or that you need to be rude about. No, it's like there is a gentle way and a way to approach it with curiosity and inquisitive inquisitiveness. Yes. Yes. And it's like, I need to also like look out for myself, you know, like, and that's kind of like honoring myself and I trust myself Mm -hmm. enough to be saying the right things and to be saying things with love and I appreciate when people are really honest with me even if it like kind of stings for a little bit and it's not like I'm going around giving people feedback that's like unwarranted or anything like that but like I'll just kind of say what I want instead of like being on a call and thinking something and not saying Mm -hmm. it you know what I mean yeah definitely it's just been really freeing and liberating and I'm just trying to like continue that right now I have a friend that I could be like 100% honest with and we were talking about doing this startup thing and she's like oh I would love to do that with you but I knew in my heart that we wouldn't work well together so I just flat out said it I love that you know nice. instead of being like yeah totally well, for and then sure. you literally have to and then you go, hide and like yeah. whatever there's, then there's like little cords like it's weird you know there's little things with that too like where there's still like a little thing out there like a potential you know what I mean mm-hmm. where she's like wondering like maybe we could do this and you know you're like yeah maybe and there's still like a something out there and kind of like cutting that so yeah. it's like that energy isn't ever there is like really can really elevate you too because yeah. it's making you even more clear about what it is that you want to do. Exactly. If you're like, instead you're like, yeah, maybe sure. Sounds good. Like been there, yeah. done that a zillion yeah. times and just like helping to like only say to make decisions that you want to only do things because you really want to and you're really honest about it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And now she can move on. Yeah, exactly. I, I was, yeah. I think people like you're not serving them if you don't tell them the truth. Yeah. You know, exactly. like it's, it's almost counterintuitive. Mm-hmm. Like it's not, 
saving them from anything like for them to hear the honest truth is even though in the moment it might feel weird like it is a part of their lesson as well so yes I try to remind myself of that if I if I want to express myself completely honestly yeah it's growing opportunities like what like how special is it that we get gifts from our friends and people who are honest to us because now we get to learn from those and be able to grow from them it's Mm -hmm. an amazing they're amazing gifts that's Mm kind of what I you know because I I used to be really I needed to work on being receptive to feedback and implementing it and I look at it as gifts Mm -hmm. now in something way more positive instead of in the moment just being like well fuck you I I know I'm fine I'm I you know that's such a little defensive yeah I'm still a little bit in that it's you get defensive I don't get defensive I'm just such a perfectionist so if Mm -hmm. someone critiques me I it like my whole world comes crashing down and I need to like I need to not be that way yeah I need to you have to you have to repurpose that and use it for fuel for to fire to like just be a better person exactly or just know it's like yeah like what if i always think like if i didn't give feedback i just nothing would change and i keep doing what you're doing you can evolve doesn't mean it's easy you Mm -hmm. know because i think feedback from everyone is like a little bit like uh so i'm also working on that too is it's like kind of preparing myself if someone were to give me feedback back just being like this is how i would reply and like this is how i would be and this is like how my energy would be if i would get feedback mm-hmm. is like welcoming it because it allows me to grow otherwise i'm just gonna like you know how do you mm-hmm. yeah so i love that wow Thanks. this so was such a nice conversation already wow. <laughs> We're off with a great start. okay yeah let's get into you guys oh, yes. yeah so yes, first off how did you guys meet we met um i think three four years ago now maybe um so i was lit- living in new york city and um lindsay was in new york city for a while but i wanted to be a soul cycle instructor so I was, like, doing whatever I could to be a soul cycle instructor. It was, like, like I would literally ride the subway and, like, have my notes in my notes and be, like, I am Crystal Williams, a soul cycle instructor living in New York. Oh, my God. Like, so Talk embarrassing. manifesting. I was, like, wow. manifesting my life away. I would drink the <laughs> workout, and I would just be, like, I am Crystal Williams. I am a soul cycle instructor. And, like, it was crazy. Like, I honestly, I, like, lost weight. I became certified as a personal trainer. Like, I did all this stuff. And um, I was working in like digital marketing at that time. And I auditioned for SoulCycle, like lied about work and took off the day and had the audition and didn't get it. I was like, like got the email that day, like didn't get it. I was like, fuck. And a lot of the reason why I didn't get it was because when I got on the microphone, I like freaked, like Mm -hmm. freaked out. I don't know what it was, but there is something about hearing your voice on a microphone and especially for Soul Cycle, it's very performative, you know, where you guys would hop on and be like, all right, you know, you get it because you've been on microphones, you've been in front of people. But at that time, like I hadn't really been in front of a room or, you know, been on a microphone at all in my life. Um, so I was like, all right, I need to get better at this. So I got vocal lesson- lessons in New York City to be wow. better on the mic. So for very like smart. three months, I was getting vocal lessons, which was really helpful like I was like helpful and creepy at the same time, but, um, it just really helped me to get, be grounded and be comfortable. And then Justin and I, my boyfriend were like, let's move to LA. Like we were kind of done with New York, um, wanted a change. So I was like, I'll audition for soul cycle in LA. And Lindsay had moved to LA at that time. And, um, a friend connected me because I was like, I need an in, like I need help getting this role. Cause I wanted it so bad. And we connected over, you know, FaceTime. She helped me with my audition. 
um, and everything like that. And then I auditioned in LA, got a call back, but didn't end up getting the job, but, you know, got connected to Lindsay and we just were friends from that point. And just like, you know, we're having these conversations that were so different than anyone else, any other we had been having. And Mm -hmm. I'd been going through transitions of like moving to LA from New York and quitting my full-time job. And Lindsay had been going through her own transitions. We were like, this period feels like bigger a bigger deal than what people were telling us or talking about Hmm. like everyone was like oh yeah adulting after college and real life first world problems and like real world or they talk about that but no one was talking about like your later 20s when you really are figuring out like where to live what job to have who you are like what you're prioritizing and there's just so much happening that we wanted to have a conversation with a broader group of people and um we decided to start a podcast like at Bulletproof Coffee one day, and it really began, you know, from there. That's wow. amazing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so for those who have nef- never listened to Almost 30, mm-hmm. which is, like, crazy if they haven't, <laughs> uh, <laughs> what can one expect when tuning in? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, it started out as Krista and I uh, just chatting, having, like, really fun segments and things. So if you listen to early episodes, you might hear some of that. But what it turned into was um, a larger conversation. We would bring on a guest, and we talk about everything from health and wellness to spirituality, entrepreneurship, sexuality, social issues, uh, you name it. And um, really what we found was that in having these conversations and creating a space for people to open up and be really honest and real and raw about their experiences that our audience was being drawn in because they were like, Oh my God, like I'm there now. Like I feel that way. And if they can do it, I can do it. Um, and so, you know, we've just really committed to creating content that, um, not only aligns with our like mission and vision for almost 30, but really like what we're going through in real time, you know, that's Krista and I are just the stewards of the conversation. We're not, you know, the experts or the gurus. We're really trying to, um, ask the questions, um, that we're wondering and that our community is wondering. Um, we always, you know, ask the community in the secret Facebook group, you know, what's going on and, and, and how can we really help you to up level and become, you know, a better version of yourself. So it's always evolving. It's been a blast, but, um, yeah, our guests have, you know, been some of our greatest teachers Mm -hmm, kind of unexpectedly mm -hmm, in these conversations and more so because they're so human when we interview them, you know, Mm -hmm. like some of the biggest names, you know, in their respected industries and they're coming to our studio and are so present with us for over an hour Mm -hmm. and just giving us their time and, um, experience. And it's just taught us a lot about being a good human to other humans yeah. too mm-hmm. um yeah i want to talk about your guests so who has been one of the most surprising people to have kind of given their time to you and mm. silky face dave oh yeah. dave asprey Ooh, <laughs> loves us yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking loves us yeah we had a great and time. it's like one of those where a few times actually. you know you're like okay He's like a billionaire. Yeah. He's like a dude. He's like a biohack obsessed person. And he's, you know, just very concentrated in his field and he's an expert in his field. So if you don't, people who don't know, he's like the CEO of Bulletproof. He's written a bunch of books. Um, He owns a bunch of different businesses and um, 
he whenever he comes and whenever he's been on the podcast he's come to the studio he's just so present with us and he's just so open to us and he's just so kind and so smart and so with us and that's just always been super surprising to me because it's another one of those where you know you I don't think like I have an assumption and a little self-deprecating image of ourselves you know that I'm like oh I don't know if they're gonna think we're smart or cool or connect with us or they probably think that we're x you know kind of fluffy or x y and z and then when those people yeah exactly imposter syndrome Mm -hmm. and then when those people come in the room and they like respect us and they you know are engaged and enjoy the conversation I'm always like oh yeah you know it always is just such a good feeling yeah good feeling after totally yeah so you guys have kind of cultivated an incredible community was there a moment where you guys kind of realized that your reach was legit and something to kind of be celebrated Mm -hmm. or was it more of a slow evolution it was everything's been really gradual and a healthy build to where we are now um but when we went out on tour last year we really got to see you know when we we would go to like austin texas and there was 75 people like you know we sold out every event on our tour oversold and so to know that like People are everywhere listening to the Mm -hmm. podcast and creating community within their own community because they listen to the podcast and because they're interested in similar things. It was the craziest experience ever. And we're going to continue to do that this year with the extension of our tour. But I mean, the one-on-one conversations are really what drive it home for us. Like hearing how the podcast has really open their eyes or change their lives or you know brought friends closer together brought them new friends um you know new habits to just make them happier and healthier um it's it's crazy and it never gets old you know whether it's an email or a conversation in person like we read and listen to them all so now that you've created such an incredible community what does community mean to you now Mm. For us, so it's interesting because we never necessarily, it's like we set out to have the conversations and really to like, you know, bring the issues that we felt like we were going through to light. But the community has been so beautiful and surprising. And now it's like a responsibility that we have, you know, to be really honest and vulnerable and um, thoughtful about what we're doing, which is amazing. But it's also, it's interesting because it's definitely like a responsibility and it's like a, you know, something we think about all the time is like each decision we make, like brands that we work with or like stuff I put on my Instagram or whatever. I have to be thoughtful about what my community is going to do. But um, now that we have the community, what I think community means is really just, you know, people can go outside themselves and, and search for a community online, Facebook, Instagram, you know, events or whatever. But it's really about cultivating like an awareness enough with yourself to draw people in that are right for you. Mm. So, you know, I've hopefully done enough of the work where I was like able to pull in Lindsay and I'm able to attract the friends that I have now and like having the ability to have a community around me. Like it doesn't just happen when you know, you say it's going to happen. You really need to love yourself enough to think that you're deserving of amazing people in your life and Mm -hmm. like be that for other people. And then people will be that for you. I think that there's a lot of women out there that are like, Oh, I don't, you know, I don't trust girls or I'm not part of a community or whatever. And if you are 
in a place where you are expecting people to support you for no reason or, you know, you're just expecting it to happen. It's not going to. And you need to really do the work to be the best version of yourself to create a community. So I've really like tuned in to like trying to be the best person I can for our community and trying to be as responsible and thoughtful as I can about each decision I make for them. I mean, almost 30 nation, your little tagline of your, of your community. What I love about your guys' podcast, like, of course, it's it started out of, out of this transition that you personally were going through in your late 20s. But what I like that it's evolved into is anyone that's going through any transition in their life. Like, for instance, I'm in my early 20s, but that doesn't mean I can't listen to your podcast. Like, there's always everything you touch upon is relatable and is tailored to just, I think women today who are like a modern woman who's just trying to improve upon themselves and develop who they are and get a sense of themselves and and what space they take up in the world that's kind of what I get out of it Mm. it doesn't have to be you're only in your late 20s it's always just kind of a transitional time and I think we're kind of always going through something like that yes right Mm -hmm. wait quick question How old are you guys? Are you I'm 30, 30 yet? You're 30. You turned 30. <laughs> That's how much we I'm thought of what our podcast is going to be. Wow. <laughs> Literally. But as you said, it's kind of yeah. a, it's like a metaphor in a right. way. Yeah. You know, it's like, it is everyone, one of the most trans, uh, important transitions for everyone. If yeah. you, if people think back to that time in their lives and we've asked a lot of people where it's like, yeah, there was a lot of stuff going on. If you believe in the woo woo, it's your Saturn return, mm-hmm. you know? So, um, but yeah, you're right. We have our audience, the age range, yeah. gender range, you know, where people are in their lives. It's really cool. Yeah. It's really, really cool. Yeah. And I, I think, that. you know, to your point too, it's like when we thought about doing a podcast, I wanted to create the podcast that I didn't feel like existed. So that was like one that represents people as being more dynamic than I think a lot of people give them credit for. Mm-hmm. So like I can talk about, you know, Shane Dawson on YouTube in one moment and then talk about the next wellness trend in the other and then talk about, you know, gender non-binary issues. It's like we are so much more than like just being health and wellness or just being fashion and lifestyle or just being whatever the category that people get put in. And I feel like that is something, you know, that I hope Almost 30 speaks to is that we are just very dynamic, ever-evolving people that like never really have it figured out but like can be light about the learning along the way love that i mean that's essentially what okay sis is built on we're yeah, so we're yes. such phasey and curious people and that's oh. why we do the current fixations yeah. is because we have such a r- wide range of interests and we don't believe that you should be typecasted or have to only be excited about and passionate about one thing like yeah. your energy mm-hmm. can be everywhere and yeah. it can be anywhere and i don't know that's just kind of i love that you what guys we've, do that mm-hmm. we've one minute we're talking that. about the bachelor and the next minute we're talking about feminism exactly. <laughs> exactly. and how they cl- and how they and make. how they can intersect <laughs> yeah there totally. we go okay so krista talk to us mm-hmm. about the hundred blog oh yeah yes so are you still doing that yes mm-hmm. okay yes. so talk to us how has yes. that evolved what w- so it's I about f- travel correct yeah it's mostly travel and lifestyle so um i started it when i was living in new york so i was like i need like a creative outlet and i was traveling a lot at that time so people were like asking about guides and stuff so i created it then and it's really evolved um to just be like a way that I can keep it real with people on topics and things that I'm going through. So if that is like 
intermittent fasting that I'm writing about, or it's about um, how hard it is to talk to people when everything's really good and you don't know how to relate because everything in your life is amazing and you feel insecure about sharing that with them. Oh, wait, um, wait, wait. I, that's a good one. I yeah. love that. Mm. We just interviewed Claire Fountain from Trill Yoga and she kind of, oh, she's awesome. I've heard of her. She she's is. amazing. She's oh awesome. My God. Like yeah. she's an angel. I felt yeah. like I had just been like great to a spa yeah. after oh. she left us. Like she was incredible, but like an but, intellectual spa. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> of course. Of course. Um, but she's kind of said a similar thing. She's like, what if I'm just okay? Like what if there's nothing to fix? And that just blew my mind I because I, you know, always pride myself on, always wanting to improve and evolve and and there's always something to be better but it gets to a point where it's debilitating it's like okay why can't i just be like content and okay with like how i am right now yeah and that really like she gave me permission to be like okay my life's good my life's okay like let's chill out for a second like I and that I love that that you just said we that need, like more of that. It feels like know? no one no one talks, no one talks about, about that. And I remember cuz I feel like that I felt like that a lot in the past couple of years like you know I used like I've had hard times, you know, mm-hmm. in my life and as things I've worked really hard to have them be good and sometimes I get really uncomfortable, you know, talking to people because I don't know what to say because I'm living my dream. You know, I'm in a relationship that's so fulfilling. I work with my best friend. I impact people. You know, it's like the list goes on and it's, it's uncomfortable because I don't know what to say. I'm like, how are, how are things? I'm like, they're amazing. And it's like, do you want to hear about how things are amazing for yeah. me? You know, it just yeah. seems weird. Yes, and we do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but it's, you. yeah, no, we're no, conditioned true, yeah. as yeah, a conditioned. society to, to focus on what to, to yeah, downplay. And not shine like, oh, as bright. I'm tired. Yeah. Uh, it, it's like, it's just an automatic for me to be like, I'm okay. I'm tired. Like, why can't I just be like, I don't do that. I, oh, I do it. Okay. I, I don't know why. It's like an no, automatic. It's because it's for me, I'm bipolar. So when I'm doing good, I'm like stoked on it. I love that. So when people ask me how I am, all my friends, I give them like a very honest answer. I'll be like, I've been That's stable good, yeah. for a month and a half. It's Aww. fucking fantastic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's really yeah. important. You're really yeah. in touch. Well, I've had to be. Yeah, you've like been forced to be yeah. mm-hmm. in tune. Okay, I want to talk about working with your best friend. So Mads yeah. and I are also in a partnership in business together. We're sisters, so there's a little bit of a different dynamic there. Mm-hmm. But what advice do you have for people looking to go into business with their best friend or they're looking to start a partnership or mm. they want to kind of have a partner in crime throughout their entrepreneurial journey? What would you say to them? Hmm. Yeah, I would say, um, one, your friendship comes first, you know, and and we're so good at being in business together that, you know, now two and a half years in, we're... Um, have come around after you know the success of the podcast um coming around to being like hey like okay we have to make sure that we are nurturing our friendship not that it's ever fallen apart ever Mm -hmm. but it's just like kind of coming back to the reason why we were ever connected in the first place you know just that deep soul connection we've spent a few lifetimes together so it's on a deep Mm -hmm. level so um Make, making sure that that is a priority and then also like within the business relationship um just setting I don't know if it's standards or expectations like healthy expectations where it's like I want Krista to tell me honestly if anything is ever kind of not 
jiving with her or, you know, just like she talked about just being radically honest. Um, that's something that I'm working on. Not that we ever want to be dishonest with each other. It's more about like, um, anything that comes up in the moment that we're willing to give feedback mm-hmm. right then and there, because it matters to us and, yep. and mm-hmm. she matters to me and I matter to her and not letting it stew and become something that it's not, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah, so yeah. I think the communication is really key. Um, making sure you have that friendship outside of the business, even if it's like we did today, like took a 15 minute walk in between things mm-hmm. that we were doing just to kind of connect about yep. things outside of the business is really important. Yeah. And establishing clear roles and responsibilities. Lindsay's kind of, and I's like fell into like into place really nicely, but just making sure that you have a clear understanding of like who's doing what and, and why is really important. So it like alleviates any stress of miscommunication or misunderstanding of like who's going to do um, what I think is really important, but mm-hmm. it's a big deal. You know what I mean? Like, I am, me and Lindsay are attached. We've been attached for a long time, but it's like, we are, we have to live, we're living by, you know, we have to live by each other. You know, we have to like, we're together every second of every day. And it's like the most amazing thing because we can create this thing that is beautiful and like incredible, but also we have to go through a lot of challenges, like growing the team, like money, you know, there's a lot of huge decisions that you have to make and you have to really, really be sure that like, it's the right person and we've never had any issues. We've mm-hmm. always been able to like get along and agree with every single thing that we've done, which isn't normal. You know, like I would say that that's kind of a rarity. You guys are probably similar actually, but like it's not a completely normal to like agree on everything. So I just would be very careful and be really thoughtful about about it, you yeah. know, because it, it can be a lot. It's so interesting when I look at Mads in my relationship where I believe that since going into business together, we've become closer and more on the same page than ever. Where before, like, we would fight and we would have our sisterly whatever growing up. But ever since we started working together is when our relationship just flourished and just, like, that. took off. Yeah, And it's interesting because you would think, you know, going into business with a family member, like, I was very hesitant about it. Like, what would it mean for our relationship? Like, what would it do? And as you said, like, putting sister- our sisterhood first mm-hmm. always. Yeah, always. Mm-hmm. Um, but actually... It was quite the opposite, mm. you know. It well, you have to choose your right partner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it, but it was interesting because I think the sister aspect actually elevated mm-hmm. our partnership yeah. because we are completely honest. There is no tiptoeing. We could say whatever we want to each other, yeah. and we know it will never offend the other person yeah. you sisters know. are the best for yeah, that reason right but it could have gone the other way man it could have <laughs> but it always comes back with sisters for the most part do you know it what i mean like it yeah it's yeah. like a blessing we you guys can literally say whatever the hell you want we have not had one fight since That's starting amazing. this podcast yeah which Look is at crazy us, yo. I know, yeah. podcasting is also special though because it's like very heartfelt and mm-hmm. it's like very meaningful yeah. and it's very you know like we're able to catch up you know, and on the I, podcast, I'm able to yeah. like, you know, so I think that's what's interesting, too, is like, it's not like we're like creating like bows, you know, and we're yeah. like, you know what I mean? It's yeah. a very heartfelt, meaningful thing that you do on a podcast. Absolutely. It's very intimate. Yes. Mm-hmm. OK, so talking about podcasts, let's mm-hmm. say someone's listening to this and they want to start their own podcast mm-hmm. or they have a podcast and they're looking to grow big. What mm-hmm. tips could you give people early on in their podcasting career? Mm. Yeah. Um consistency mm-hmm. yeah, you know i think like out yeah. the gate um you know there's no rush 
to put it out there. There's also not a requirement that it has to be perfect. So it's like this delicate balance. Um, I would say we would say to have, you know, four episodes, five episodes in the can at least um, just in case, you know, like life happens and sometimes you can't record consistently. So just to make sure that you have content consistently, whatever your release cadence is, um, to honor that because your audience starts to form and they're like, wait, where's the Tuesday episode? And you're like, maybe next week I'll do it. And they just kind of lose faith. Like they're pretty fickle like that. So I would say to have one consistency and fire content out the gate you know like that's the first impression it's like going on a first date you know like I kind of need you to not impress me but like it has to be feeling good yeah it has to be feeling really good um and making sure and in that on that same note it's the quality of the content so the actual like audio quality is is pretty important but then also just you know the episode itself you know does it align with what you set out to do when you started the podcast mm-hmm. you know so that's that's really about as l- early on as possible creating your mission vision mm-hmm. and values for the podcast yeah. it can always evolve and change but just kind of having that as your north star as you navigate so you mm-hmm. can always come back to that when you're choosing guests and when you choose topics or eventually work with sponsors yeah we constantly think about how we're adding value to the listeners and we're, we're really big on intention like what's mm-hmm. our intention for each episode mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah totally. just kind of aligning that way because yeah you can definitely go off the rails especially in the beginning if you're kind of just needing any guest any and all guest and then it's not really yeah. aligning with where you're wanting to go it can get a little tricky in the yeah. beginning i agree yeah we've we've hit that roadblock a yeah. few times where we weren't necessarily like 100 percent stoked but we're mm. new and we needed people and yeah. where do you start um but yeah. i think you learn from those situations totally. and you learn you learn about what you need and what yeah. you want for your podcast yeah. and then you kind of gravitate towards those people yeah Absolutely. and we recorded for like six or seven months you know without releasing anything wow like on her closet floor and on my closet floor so we definitely were working on you know our how we interacted with one another our voices like what our what our segments were so i would definitely suggest that people practice it and like work through it and kind of get their tone get their voice like get comfortable because it doesn't have to be like Or just, like, it'll make them feel better about being on the microphone. And I think that if you're being yourself and you're speaking your truth and you feel good about what you're saying and you're grounded in it, you should be able to listen to your voice. Mm -hmm. That is one thing. Like, I think people are always like, oh, I can't hear my voice, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dude, I've heard my voice and, like, wanted to throw up because I'm like, yo, that is, like, not (laughs) me or just, like, I wasn't, you know, whatever it is the situation was that caused me to feel like I wasn't completely being authentic to myself. But now it's, like... I don't mind hearing my voice because I know what I'm saying is like rooted in my truth. Mm -hmm. So it's really good for people to like really get clear about who they are and then they can bring that person to the podcast. I I really agree with that. I think I also sometimes get hung up on making sure I sound very intellectual. Oh, yeah. You know, I want to give off a very specific message and Mm. then it doesn't come out right because I'm trying too hard. And I've learned that about myself is when I listen back, I'm like, I mean, I sounded fine. Like, I don't know. It's like, I I, know. it's so weird because I don't think about that for two fucking seconds. I know. Oh my gosh. It's, it's something I'm, <laughs> I'm really hung up on and it's so true. Theater it's background, just, maybe? 
what? Because you, you're we a performer. Have a oh, performative yeah. background. Yeah. Me, I'm mm-hmm. just like, whatever comes out of my mouth is going on this yeah. podcast. I know. No, and it's you're like, this shit's that. gold. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gold, baby. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, all this shit is fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's, it's true. Um, just because I listen to so many podcasts, I'm I know. Like such an aficionado. But then I, I step back and I'm like, I listen to a sh- ton of podcasts where girls are just like talking and, it, and it's just so real. And I don't think like, oh, they're not smart. No, yes. I don't. Yes. I just think they're you my can, friends you and, connect they, and yes. I connect to them. And, I, and I'm like, you know what? I want to do that for people. And I feel like I sound articulate. Sometimes. I feel like you do, too. Okay, good. You're you a, do. You are highly articulate. <laughs> highly yes. articulate. That's like my, the best thing you can tell me. Oh, you I don't need to tell that. me I'm pretty. But also, you know, our podcast has been like such a learning opportunity for us. You know, yes. like it's you if I do listen and when I do, I'm like, oh, you know, I kind of say that too much or I kind of, you know, yeah. do that too much. So it's, you know, very being critical about it in that way so that I can grow from it. And for you, too, it's mm-hmm. like, you know, I want to sound articulate. How could I do that more? Or, mm-hmm. You know, is it pausing more? Mm-hmm. Is it, you know, a deeper tone or like whatever it is? It's like we're so lucky that we can hear this to like. Yeah you know, alter or like move more quickly to who we want to be. Yeah. That yeah, is so I true. say that's amazing. Honey, too much. Amazing <laughs> is my word, and it's so annoying. It's so annoying. It's Every so time annoying. I listen, I'm like, can't I like come up with another Dude, adjective? another adjective? I know. We always <laughs> are looking amazing. for other. I'm adjectives. always like, that's amazing. <laughs> like every sponsor, I'm like, listen to the amazing sponsor. <laughs> or like, it's a, it's like a transition to like responding to whatever someone yeah. just said you're like that's amazing okay, okay know, next question yeah. Yeah. this is or an amazing beautiful. guest this week it's so <laughs> amazing i'm over amazing I'm, I'm, i don't know yeah. what to do we yeah. need to find new adjectives okay. i think i say unbelievable a lot really oh. and, and totally oh yeah. and you say totally i go i go totally hey, that was the beginning <laughs> yeah that was us in the beginning that was totally. me in the beginning i said totally mm, literally 86 times an episode <laughs> i'd be like totally 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 yeah totally. yeah <laughs> like, yo it was really bad like really <laughs> really bad i'm like you bring it back every once in a while we have to shit. sometimes just, i have to like go like this on the mic i'm like <laughs> and i have to like pull my head away and nod or like talk because and this, we actually get in mm-hmm. trouble for this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what I, we do that. Okay, I tell her, I co- constantly tell Mads to knock out mm-hmm and while the Same. guest is talking, but she I insists just think, that it yo, is good, but I, just I don't think like it. That Respect. I, I, I just like to be engaged. I need to just Same. put the microphone I know, but to the, the side. Listener, I know, the we, listener but the doesn't listener like it. is like, what the fuck? Really? <laughs> yes, <laughs> to be honest with you. Right. Thank you. Okay, you know why? To be because they told us. They told you? Okay. They're like, which one of them does mm-hmm all the time? And we're like, because I am such a vocal, like I am such a vocal encourager. We do it in person I'm like, too. I'm like, yes, mm-hmm, yes. Oh, yeah. 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 You want you know, to like, be engaged? Okay, engaged. got it. Great, and I'm just like tip. hearing them, and you know, so it's hard. But yeah, people <laughs> don't like goes. it. There you go. There you go. <laughs> there she goes. I, I, I practice. I'm be cautious. Once you are, ca- you'll know. And yeah, I know. I have to do it to where I'm like. Okay, so I got rid of my vocal fries, so you can do that. Yes. How did, what was it like? insane vocal fries. Vocal fries. I used to have a podcast before we podcasted no together, so I had my own by myself. And I, I was couldn't like listen to it. All about that vocal fry. Love you. And so when we started, Mads was like, under one condition will I start a podcast with you. No more vocal fry. So I really wow. worked on it. You've, you've done well. Wow. I, could, I couldn't listen to her other podcasts. Really? You just so have to get on especially voice? Especially as a performer. I don't know how I changed it. I just... You just have to... I became more aware. It's like a higher register. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, now I talk a little bit higher. Than, yeah. Because before I was like really... Well, also vocal fry just feels like have. It's like, you know... Yeah. It's like, it's just like kind that. of like not on voice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just like own it. 
talk. Okay, yes. Sorry. <laughs> You've been doing great. Wow. You're doing great, Scout. <laughs> That's <laughs> incredible. Oh. Oh, oh, my God. Ladies. To not have vocal fry is incredible. Yeah, it, w- it was hard. Let me tell you, but I did it. And that's, see, that's the benefit of a sister. Yeah. I no, I, I know. I told her. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, she could just be honest. And back be like, to honesty. Yes. Mm-hmm. But I didn't back listen down. to your critique, but I'm listening no. now and Lindsay's saying yeah. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> Thank yeah. you about that. Confirmed. Yeah. Don't do Confirmed. it. Confirmed. It sucks when I say <laughs> I know. I, okay, I feel you, girl. That is no, me, too. It's so hard. Okay. Good note, though. When Great. talking, just... With the mic. Perfect. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm going to do now. <laughs> there we go. Amazing. <laughs> it was an oh, affirmation. You guys are so sweet. Aww, yeah, this we was so, so much fun. Love you. Thanks Aww. for having us. Are you wearing wow. Madeball jeans, by the way? No, one teaspoon. Oh, they look like Whoa. cute. They look so Throwback. good. No, one teaspoon is my... <laughs> I only wear one teaspoon. All, all my shorts are one teaspoon. <laughs> Those were like Coachella booty shorts in like 2010. Okay, bitch, they look good on me. I actually don't. The brand is Revolve, one teaspoon, right? It's at Revolve. Is it? No, I no, know. no. Oh, it's really? an alien company. Yeah, oh. this was like oh. I remember it was like on Tumblr. Like it was like Tumblr cool. fresh. Yeah, well, you know what I'm I mean? still on that train, man. It looks good. It looks real. <laughs> they're, they're cute jeans. They're right? so cute. Yeah, they're I so know. cute. But I just like wow, I haven't heard that. Oh, I, oh my god their black friday sale i'm all over it all over wow. it mm-hmm. one teaspoon sounds like it's for little people so mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> probably probably stick probably to my not yush. for this yeah well, stick to my yush <laughs> three-fourths of a cup i know honestly <laughs> that's Literally. more my brand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, i love you guys Aww. okay tell everyone where they can find each of you Aww. almost 30 all of it yeah so i am at hundred blog h-u-n-d-r-e-d blog and then we are at almost 30 podcast on instagram Almost 30 podcast on iTunes. Our website is almost 30 podcast. Um, and I am at Lindsay Simsick, S-I-M-C-I-K. And just a note for anyone starting a podcast. I know we mentioned before our tips and tricks, but anything that you would ever need is on your podcastpro.com. So we started that um, just kind of knowing what we would have wanted to know in the beginning during the process and to launch a, pro- a podcast from idea to iTunes. So we created it and it's been incredible to see people um just bring their visions to life awesome so I love that's that. incredible we'll link yeah. all of those in the show notes oh, so people thanks. can very thanks. easily find you and yeah. you can find us at okay sis podcast okay sis for life that's yeah. right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you ladies bye guys bye.